Hey, and welcome to the podcast that shall not be named. Episode 421 for 5 October 2023. And uh, yet, yes, another On the Road to Recovery episode. I had been getting some feedback that uh, some of my friends are listening here, so I'll continue putting the updates here uh, once this is all said and done. These episodes will probably go into the archive because I can't imagine a lot of the Copper Harbor visitors who tune in here to see what's happening in the harbor really want to hear about uh, my recovery, especially in the future. So, where are we at? Uh, Last Sunday was eight weeks. Tomorrow will be the two-month anniversary of the accident. And uh, getting more and more tests and, uh, you know... (laughs) Quite frankly, I'm finding out more than I want to know at the age I'm at. Because, of course, the more tests you get, the more things just point that you're getting old. And, uh, you know, before this accident, I didn't think of myself that way. Yeah, occasionally in the morning I'd have more aches and pains if I was busy the day before. But, uh, boy, you know, I've really done a number on, on this, this body I came to this earth with. And uh, I'm not done with it yet, but uh, I'm <laughs> I haven't been feeling so great the last couple of months. Um, so where are we at? Uh, first of all, big accomplishment. I'm just taking a break from it right now, but I've done, as far as I'm concerned, the first productive thing in two months. Um, Chris is out, uh, visiting a friend of hers, uh, at an appointment and, uh, I felt good enough to, uh, go in the kitchen and do two racks worth of dishes. That is, as I said, the most productive thing I have done in two months. And I'm able to do that because uh, a couple weeks ago, I think you got the update that I was up to being able to put 50% uh, weight on my left leg. And that included, and this is the quote from the, uh, the orthopedics office, that I could stand upright without holding on to anything uh, on both feet. And uh, my next orthopedic appointment is next Wednesday, this coming Wednesday. And, uh, of course, I've been seeing PT all along, and uh, my uh, PT therapist said, you know, it's time for you to start putting more weight on that leg. Not that you can go walking without a walker, but, uh, you know, start challenging yourself as long as it doesn't hurt uh, so that uh, when we hopefully get the go-ahead to go on, you know, full weight bearing on that leg uh, next Wednesday, it's not a complete shock to your system. And that was pretty much the uh, advice from uh, the orthopedic uh, physician as well. And he's just like, you know, 50% is a relative term. And basically, if it starts to hurt or you start to get tired, stop. Which is what I have been following uh, very, very carefully. Um, So on the broken bone side of things, uh, things are looking up. And things are going to be a while before I'm, you know, doing the boot scoop, scooting boogie around anywhere, but uh, um, I'm getting around better uh, as far as actual motivation is concerned. And having more weight on my legs is taking some of the weight off my shoulders. I got both rotator cuffs really good in this accident um, and my right knee, and now I've got some problems with my left elbow. Um, all of this, I expect, it's going to start easing up once I can start putting the weight on the legs and take the weight off my shoulders 
because I'm having been having to lift myself up for the last well at least most of the last six to seven weeks um, lifting my weight on my shoulders with the walker as I go forward so now I can put most of the weight on the legs which is a big big relief but things are healing slow and since there's so much healing at once I'm assuming my body's got to spread the spread the love to the areas that need it um, not his a whole lot has changed on the concussion front I still have double vision um, and quite you know I, I don't know if I mentioned this in the last episode but you know in those movies and TV sitcoms and stuff when somebody gets a good bang to the head and they they do this uh, first-person view of uh, multiple images swimming around in front of the person as they come to well that's uh, pretty accurate for me anyhow I'm sure everybody's mileage varies but uh, the images are separate they're not at the same angle and they do move um, I can with great deal of effort at certain focal distances bring it together for a period of time um, and I'm noticing that more often now than in the beginning but I'm still very much um, dealing with visual issues uh, if I try to move too quickly uh, things blur uh, my brain can't keep up with what I'm seeing and it takes a while for things to, to re-acclimate to what I'm looking at and I'm very I won't say tunnel vision but my peripheral vision is crap right now um, not that I don't see off to the side of a concentrate to it but uh, if I'm concentrating on something in front of me I don't see anything coming up on the sides um, other developments uh, since I have not been cleared to take classes and quite frankly there's no way I could right now <clears throat> uh, my paramedic license did expire last Saturday it was kind of a moment for me uh, first time in a long time I've been without a medical uh, emergency medicine license of any kind now and I may have brought this up last time I don't know um, but I read through the fine print and although there is a 60-day grace period and then I think I talked about uh, what comes after that but I'm not sure so there's a 60-day grace period but if and they allow you to continue practicing at your license level for those 60 days so I could if I could see and I could balance and lift and all those things and concentrate none of which I can do right now um, I could continue practicing as a paramedic for the next, well, 54, I think, days, whenever that is. I, now it's not quite six days. Anyhow, I could theoretically continue practicing as a paramedic. But there's this clause at the end of that 60-day period, and it states in the state of Michigan that at the end of 60 days, if you have not renewed your paramedic license or whatever level of EMS license, the license becomes null and void as well as your operating practice privileges back to the original expiration date. I don't know how they figure that, but uh, the end result is if, uh, if I practice as a paramedic between now and uh, um, the end of November and I can't renew by then, which I'm probably not going to be able to uh, based on what the doctors are saying so far, that anything I did between September 30th and November 30th would be illegal. Um, I'm not looking forward. I'm not looking for that type of complication in my life. So um, essentially, I'm done until I get cleared, if I can get cleared to uh, 
take the existing classes I need to renew my license. And at this point, it's not, well, I can renew up till November 30th. It's not looking like that's going to happen. After November 30th, everything is done, done. And uh, I fall into the, the last safety net of licensing because as, as any state is at this point, they have changed the rules. Nobody wants to lose a paramedic completely. And uh, I will have the opportunity for up to three years after uh, the expiration of my license to reapply for it without having to completely retest. But I do have to go through all the re-education that I do continuously anyhow. And that re-education is on a three-year sliding scale. So anything that I've done to renew my license that is older than three years starts falling off the, uh, the checklist that I can use to, to uh, reapply for my license. So I may be facing a fair amount of continuing education before I hit the field again, which actually I think is a good thing. Um, there's really no margin for error in this business, so you need to know what you're doing. I do feel still strongly that uh, if I could not take the exam again, I don't belong in the field. I still do feel I could take that exam, but am I willing to do it at this point? I'm not sure. There's a number of things going on with me medically at this point, and I don't know if I want to put myself through the stress of a full retest, but that's not an issue right now. I can do the education, get that out of the way, and and reapply for my license, provided everything else clears up, and I'm counting on that happening. But uh, until I get the go-ahead, until things are actually a-okay as far as my... Uh, visual and mental acuity and everything else. Although I'm speaking a lot better, I think, than I was in the earlier episodes uh, of uh, this recovery series. So it's kind of a kind of an open book right now is where things go. As I said, today's great accomplishment. Yay! I did some dishes. Um, I have found, I think since the last episode, I really did have to back off in what I was doing. I was trying to follow doctor's orders, but quite frankly, I was still overdoing it. I can hear Chris in the background. She's not here, but somewhere, wherever she's at right now, she goes, she's going, you think? Um, I have been tackling some things in the network that I, I'm the only one that knows things about and not doing it myself, obviously, but advising people of what needs to get done. My uh, son, Mark, and a good friend, Jeff, have been uh, taking time from their full-time jobs and help keeping some of the uh, um, exertive tasks done that I'd normally do as a regular part of my week. Climbing up Brockway, carrying heavy batteries to sites, swapping them out, doing tests on equipment. Uh, just there, there's, a, there's a very active physical side to keeping the internet up in uh, this rural area here. And part of what kept me in as good a shape as I am because I'm constantly outside walking, climbing hills, lifting stuff, uh, just staying active. And I want to get back to doing that. Hopefully that will be the case biggest thing I've noticed the last couple weeks finally was that uh, I am I don't know if this is a part of the equation but for me it's part of the issue and that is I am very far-sighted and uh, you know that's correctable with glasses but with the vision being screwed up the double vision is by far harder to deal with close up than it is far away and I have found that there's a definite sweet spot of, uh, several feet away that uh, if it's a lower resolution type thing not not screens not computer screens that have information 
but things like TV programs, streaming, things like that, um, it's much less of a strain on, on my, uh, my vision and just my thought processes. So I've uh, been going back to uh, doing the uh, classic Doctor Who. I think some of you saw that on, uh, on Facebook. Um, I'm in season 2019, 20, 21. I forgot what season it would be of QI. That's a uh, British uh, panel, quiz, comedy show if you haven't seen it it's it's very entertaining it's a, it's a little uh too adult for your kids to see and i could do it somehow without some of that humor but uh in general i find it very entertaining and i don't have to watch it to enjoy it you know i'll see the opening of the show to see who the latest comedians are that are on the panel and then i can just close my eyes and and visualize them as they're replying to the questions and um uh, I find that quite uh, relaxing, actually. I haven't caught up on nearly as many podcasts as I would like, um, but again, I find there's a concentration issue, and uh, um, I'm taking things as I can handle it. Have been doing some streaming. I've mentioned uh, Rockford Files. Uh, again, I can only take a little bit of that at a time. Uh, also, uh, uh, Black Sheep Squadron. <laughs> little difference in quality of those shows there but keeping up with those shows and, and listening to uh, Dave and, and Steve do commentary and uh, from uh, the latest radio Free Scarrow yeah it's that's an inside thing if you're a doctor who otherwise don't worry about it but it's a podcast I listen to um, I don't know what got them on this tangent but uh, they're waiting for the, the next uh, actual new piece of Doctor Who that's coming out on November 23rd, I believe. I don't think there's an official release date yet, but November 23rd will be the 60th anniversary of the first airing of the show, so that's when everybody's assuming it's going to be uh, shown. But in the meantime, they're covering whatever else they can cover in the long periods of time between actual new episodes. And one of them was addressing an old uh, Canadian sci-fi series called The Star Lost. Oh my God, is it bad? Now it's on a good premise that it could have been an excellent show. The original showrunner, um, very brilliant author, writer, um, but uh, the show just suffers from from budget and from what they had to work with. I guess I'm very impressed. And so far, I've muddled through I think nine or ten episodes, but again. Um, Stuff like that, I can handle 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes at a time, and then I'm exhausted, and that's, I'm done. I come back at again. I come back to it again later. I can handle whole, of the classic series, I can handle whole Doctor Who, Doctor Who episodes. Um, the little part episodes, not the whole storyline. Um, generally one or two at a crack. So that's one of the last things generally uh, Chris and I will do in the evening together. I'll fire up the TV set so it's a nice comfortable distance. We'll bring up uh, uh, BritBox and uh, I'll watch uh, the next episode or two of a, of a series and uh, then call it a night. So, anyhow, and yeah, it, it, did not, it did not pass my notice that the last episode was 420. I thought about getting cute about it, but uh, there's too much going on right now to get cute about the episode number. Um, 
And quite frankly, I, what I, I would be lying if I said I never partook in my life. I, I did back, oh, about 40 years ago. And I'm quite certain that the quality of the holy herb that was available, uh, that, was, that would have been when I was living out in Arizona, but I'm quite certain that the quality of the holy herb that was available back then is a much lower potency than what's available out there today. And um, until I'm done with it, you know, it's, it's legal in this state uh, at this point. It's not legal in every state in, in the U.S., but it is, it is not a, it's not acceptable in my uh, medical profession. You know? So until I'm done done with that, um, I don't think I'll be sampling any of the holy herb anytime soon. But I did think about making a joke about it. So Copper Harbor News. Yes, the harbor. This is an episode that's supposed to, or the podcast is supposed to be about the harbor, right? Um, the leaf peepers, or is some, one of the uh People at a restaurant that we know that I, I suppose it's an old term, but I never heard it before. But uh, leaf lookers, same thing. Um, they're still out there in force, although I'd say about a day or two ago is probably the peak of color, and now things are going to start dropping rapidly. Uh, that plus the sudden warm up we had at the beginning of October, um, it's not helping the, the leaf colors much, but uh, um. I normally, under these circumstances, I mean, I don't get out a lot to go out looking at leaves, but I have enough doctor's appointments that I'm back and forth to town so I can kind of see things. It's it's really tough for me to look at the road as we're driving down because it's all a blur. Um, it's one thing to look at stationary ob objects and try to bring them together, but when things start moving, then things start blurring. That included doing dishes today. If I, I I had to move the dishes carefully from sink to sink, my depth perception is crap at this point. Actually, not non-existent. Uh, so it's a huge amount of effort for me not to knock things over, not to break anything, which I haven't yet. I'm trying not to. Um, but even if I move the dishes too quickly in the sink, they just blurred. So just very slow, methodical, and there I go talking about myself again. Sorry. But this is the Road to Recovery series. It's, it, there, this is a major improvement. I can even tell, listening to myself, that I'm a little more together than I've been. And uh, the episode work between this and the other podcast I do uh, has been helping, I think, with the extemporary dead. Now I'm tripping up over my own words. Toy boat, toy boat. The extemporaneous thoughts are coming out a little freer and easier. So, back to the harbor. Yes, uh, the leaf peepers, leaf lookers, the last blast of mountain bike tourists. The town's been pretty busy, which is good for uh, my friends running their businesses in the harbor. I'm glad to see that. Unfortunately, things have been pretty busy EMS-wise, too, and there's just nothing I can do about that. It's uh, pretty frustrating for me. We're down. We've only got four people running EMS in the harbor right now. And two of us are on the injured reserve list. So there's a lot of times the uh, the rig is not rolling at all. And, uh, well, we're volunteers. We're doing the best we can. As a side note, um, I did see, back when I was down in Hamilton uh, for MMPR this summer, at one point when we were at uh, all back talking at uh, um, Anthony and Jay's house, uh, the subject of 
the pay difference between paramedics in the U.S. and Canada came up. And uh, Anthony brought up the, the starting pay list for uh, the level of paramedic that I, I'm at, the uh, level of EMS worker that I'm at in Canada. And it is a solid, their starting rates are pretty much a solid two times what I'm making after 17 years here in the harbor. And people wonder why we can't keep EMS people in the U.S. Well, even with outside the borders of the U.S., it's a problem. But especially in this area, it's it's very very you can't you can't make a living just as a medic on your own if you're supporting a family. It's just not going to happen. That's got to get fixed. But at this point, it's not my problem anymore. And I'm hoping I can get back into. Uh, my license one more time uh, looking at what's happening with me as I'm getting older I don't know if I'll be able to renew more than one more go around that's going to put me up around 67 68 by the time my, my next license expires and I think I'll be done at that point I've actually had some members of the harbor come up and say hey Mike you know thanks for all you've done and if you can't come back and do what you've been doing in the past and just decide it's time to call it quits, we all understand. Well, <laughs> the people that matter to me understand. There's some people that are not going to understand. There's some people that think that, probably think that the township paid for my tuition, which is not the case. Um, I paid for my own education to get into EMS. Not that the township doesn't, and I think that's great. But uh, I put myself through the system before for the reimbursement programs available to do that. So, when I'm done, I'm done. What else to say here? Uh, on the harbor, getting back to the harbor. Remember, this is a podcast that's supposed to be about the harbor. Um, as uh, I've been saying before, a fresh air-inspired life. Uh, download uh, the latest from Amanda as she interviews people from the town here. She's doing an incredibly good job. And this next one's not for everybody, um, but it is still, it's definitely a, a taste of the UP life. But uh, George, uh, well, I don't know if he uses his last name, so I'm not going to. Uh, but George and his family uh, run one of the restaurants here in town. And before the, the restaurant that they're running now, they ran a resort here in town and a restaurant and a bar and you know they know the service industry uh, george is also a former and, and retired school principal and uh, but they're youpers through and through and he has uh, after the the loss of their family hunting camp and just camp in general uh, a little bit over a year ago on labor day weekend i remember fighting that fire but their, their camp burned to the ground on Labor Day weekend 2022. I think that was 2022. My gosh, things are fuzzy. Um, but they started reminiscing about all of the hunting stories. And that is what this podcast I'm about to bring up is called. It's called... Uh, um, oh, crap. What is it called? Bucks? Bucks and Brew? I should know. Here we go again. Now, let's see if I can do this without canceling the episode. Um, 
go to Overcast and uh, hmm. please stand by. Except I don't want to do. Uh, uh, yeah, oh, bucks and bro bucks and booze. Bucks as in the male deer, the ampersand and sign. Booze, and it's uh, he's got it listed. Uh, I think they're recording it through Anchor FM, so it's it's listed on Apple Podcasts and probably you know whatever else that's still left out there. I hear that uh, Google Podcast is thrown in the towel. But uh, there's still iTunes, Apple listing, and of course podcast podcasting 2.0. Uh, their their feed. That's really where I suggest you you get your your info because it's going to not be canceled, filtered, whatever. You can you can listen to what you want to listen to and go from there. And as I said, uh, again, a fresh air inspired life. Amanda's doing an excellent job, and she has also just released uh, her her shows on. And Spotify as well, if that's the way you wish to listen to your episodes. So I'm really rambling at this point. Um, we're back to a sunny, cool day here in the harbor. It was unseasonably warm the last couple days uh, since the end of September. And it's been the first time in many years. There's probably been one before, but that I can think of no. We normally have snow of some sort before the end of September. It doesn't stick around, but we normally have snow. We did have uh, did have near freezing temperatures and frost a little bit further down the island here in August. That was unusual. But we're starting out with a warm October. But we'll see where that goes. Octobers normally are the start of our snowy season, not where things generally start building up. But we get snow, we get wind, we get, uh, as we call them, October blows as Lake Superior starts to, to stir up. So we'll see where that goes. And I'll try to remember to give you an update on the next episode. So now that I get out of backpack, i got to find it. I still haven't updated. Boy, yeah, 26 miles. 26 miles, yeah, 26 minutes. I'm really rambling here. Uh, I still haven't updated to the latest version. Um, I may do that before the next episode. We'll see how brave I am. But maybe for now, since I'm a little uh, computer challenged in, in navigating screens and configuring things, I may just leave this the way it is until uh, I can finally see properly again. So with all that... We'll go to an artist that uh, probably have played recently, but I don't think I've done it on this feed. Might have done it on the other feed. But uh, Jimmy Bratcher, um, back from the days, what, 17 years ago now? I started podcasting. He was one of the early artists that I played, and that was back in the days when you could email an artist and ask, ask permission. He had put it up on the PodSafe network, Pod. Pods, uh, geez, what, uh, I'm blanking it again. But uh, he had put it up on a Podsafe site. Uh, we generally, out of courtesy, let the artists know when we were playing their music on our episodes, and it normally uh, resulted in a nice uh, email chat back and forth with uh, the artists back then. And uh, the Reverend Jimmy Bratcher is somebody who I've played numerous times over the years. 
So we'll end this one on three chords. Hope you're doing well. I'm doing better. Looking forward to being able to see sometime in the future. We'll see how this goes. We'll see properly anyhow. Later. When they walked into the room It was all business, that's for sure When it walked into the room It was all business, that's for sure He walked up to the band and said Play three chords and no more He said play me three chords Twelve bars and burn it slow He said play me three chords Twelve bars and burn it slow I don't know about you but whenever I get the blues play me Three chords and no more Let me tell you people I ain't got nothing but the blues Surgeon, cut this aching out my heart. Just play me three chords, somebody will on that guitar. Three 
three chords and no more. And I almost completely forgot, so if you're still listening, Bucks and Booze, what's it about? Well, it's a youper version of, let's see here. We'll do a long pull. Dignation, instead of talking about the latest tech and drinking, it's hunting stories and the drink of the day. We're on a really far, far out uh, pull. The Uper version of Tiki Bar. All right. We'll catch you guys later. Bye.